Welcome to Wide Left Sports. Today, I am joined by MSUB Hall of Famer Meg Harrison-Chuck. How are you doing today? Good. I'm doing great. Glad to be here. Yes. Very happy to have you on. So I guess my first question is kind of always the same, but what made you fall in love with softball? You know, growing up in a small town in northeastern Nevada, um, I grew up smashing some wiffle balls with my dad in the in the yard so really uh I kind of wanted to be a basketball player when I was growing up and then I kind of realized that I was a little bit better at softball than I was at basketball um I think I liked the aspect of like softball was a little bit more of an individual sport yeah um yeah, it's still a team sport, but you're performing individually, especially with hitting and playing your position. So I think I just fell in love with smacking the ball, really. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. So then growing up in Nevada, I know that is an absolute hotbed for softball and baseball. So how did you stick out as an athlete to go to the next level and go to JUCO like you did and then D2 with MSUB? Um, I really had to extend my play. So I actually played over in Utah um, on a travel team. So that's where I got my looks at. Um, back in the day, you really didn't hear a lot about Nevada athletes going to places um, I think they finally realized that there is a little bit of a honey hole there <laughs> eventually. So as you can see that MSUB likes to re recruit those Reno <laughs> kids, um, which is great. I mean, it's great for Nevada. It's great to get that talent that's kind of hidden. Um, not a lot of people go for the Nevada kids sometimes. And it's just honestly, I don't really, oh, sorry. No, you're good. <laughs> um, I lost my train of thought here, Mitch. Sorry. You're fine. <laughs> ask ask the second part of that question again. Um, <clears throat> I guess how did you set yourself up to be found in Nevada for the JUCO level? Because I know you went there or to that level, and then at MSUB as well. Yeah. So I set myself up with uh, obviously going and playing in Utah on my travel team, the Utah Shock, um, one summer. And then I continued to play for, I think, three summers with them. Um, and I set myself up with, like, back in the day, I mean, we didn't have the access to social media. I couldn't link my video to Twitter, my Instagram, <laughs> like these girls do now. I mean, it's just kind of wild in that aspect with social media and it's like just in your face right there, which is very nice. Right. Um, so I had to make a DVD and then I printed hundreds of copies of that DVD. I printed a little cover letter, stat sheet, sent it in a whole bunch of manila envelopes and just sent it off to a whole bunch of coaches. And I just crossed my fingers and I was like, well, Maybe one will reach out, and that's when Southwestern Oregon reached out, Megan Korea, and she gave me the chance to uh, 
go on to a recruiting trip up there and I made my decision to go to a JUCO instead of a different school because really I didn't have a lot of options back then. But I was very happy with my decision of going the JUCO route. That's awesome. So then you kind of led into another question there with the JUCO route. How do you think that that helped you, you know, in the long run, going those two years at a JUCO, then to MSUB? I think it helped me out substantially. Um, I was the type of player where I wanted to play right away. I wanted to get the college experience right away and to better myself and my skills to potentially get on to the next level. Um, so that's how I chose that route, just because I wanted to go. I wanted to play right away. I wasn't much of a, I'll wait it out for two years and then we'll see. Right. I would get my feet wet type thing and get the job done. For sure, for sure. So then how did the recruitment for MSUB come up? And when were, when were you sure that you were going to become a Yellow Jacket? Um, I was a sophomore at SWAC. So I want to say I came on a recruiting trip in February. So like now, I mean, it was freezing cold. <laughs> um, the weather's kind of the same where I grew up. So I was kind of used to it in that aspect. But I was used to the coast weather. So, you know, rain, dreary Right. It doesn't get very hot. It doesn't get very cold. Um, but I sat down with my coach one day and I kind of just told her, I kind of just hit this lull of, I didn't know if I wanted to go and play yet. I didn't know if I wanted to go be a normal person, like all my friends were and experience college on a different level other than a student athlete. Right. So she sat me down in her office and I kind of just told her, I said, Hey, I'm not sure if I want to go play. And she literally looked at me and said, the hell you are. <laughs> um, you have too much talent not to go play. So she got a hold of Tony Stone at MSUB. He was the coach at the time. And within like a week, he was like, all right, here you go. We're bringing you up here. We're going to do a little tryout type thing. Um, NCAA rules were a lot different than junior college rules. So, um, I didn't get a lot of time with the coaches. I got a lot of time with the team, but I wasn't really aware of their rules back then. So I was like, Oh, like they can't really watch you and, um, that type of thing. So it was kind of like the team was watching me. And that was very stressful because I never knew these girls. Right. And uh, I remember we were in the gym and I played left field. So I was in the outfield-ish in the gym and I was just airballing these balls. I couldn't even hit the target. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is the worst thing I've ever done. I'm like, I'm not coming here. I blew it. But to my surprise, um, a couple of weeks later, he reached out and he wanted to extend his offer to me. And I knew at that point, I didn't, I still didn't have a lot of looks from my junior college. I think I wanted to stay in kind of the Pacific Northwest, but right. um, when I was a little kid, I told my dad, I was like five. He asked me, where do you want to go to college when you're older? 
And I said, Montana, I want to go play softball. And he was like, they don't have a softball program. Like, <laughs> I don't know what you're going to do. So I think I set that up at a very young age that I wanted to come to Montana and play softball. Oh, that's hilarious. That's that's funny that you even, you know, had that plan as a little kid. <laughs> I know. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. For sure. So, um, <clears throat> excuse me. So talk to me a little bit about the schedule that you guys have or had and have now as a coach for the team. Because I know the beginning of the year, of course, with our weather here in Billings and in Montana, Mm -hmm. you are travel loaded that first month or two of the season. Yeah. How hard is that? You know, it's a very rigorous process. Um, You have to be very open to communicating with your teachers um, letting them know when you're going to be there and be gone. Um, you're doing a lot of assignments on the road, a lot of testing on the road. Um, so really it's up to you to be kind of an independent student athlete at that moment. Like you need to be able to get whatever you need done so you can be successful on the field and not think about what is kind of like stressing you out school wise. You kind of just need to get it done. And then go from there um yeah for sure and then how hard is it even emotionally to be away from your home away from home so much of your sometimes second semester at college I mean if you're a freshman well for me it's a little bit different I guess um I think we created such a unique situation to where the girls on the team were your family. So really, if you were leaving home or leaving Billings um, to go and play for those first couple of months, it (coughs) was, excuse me, (coughs) it's not much of a change um, just because you're surrounded by people that are supporting you and love you and want the best for you. And really you don't have a lot of outside distractions when you're traveling right <laughs> um because you're pretty much hanging out with your whole team the whole time trying to get school done softball done um hanging out with a lot of girls could really take a toll on you sometimes um yeah especially in close quarters because we used to travel on the bus instead of fly these days the girls are definitely spoiled with flying which is very nice for them (laughs) but we took a lot of bus trips so just learning to navigate each person um if they needed their space for a couple hours you know and just learning who your teammates really were yeah on those trips just made it a lot more easier for you for sure. So you obviously had a very good career at MSUB. What was your favorite memory that you had during your time? Oh, geez. <laughs> um, I would say it was probably the weekend that we played Western Oregon in Billings. Um, we were coming off a pretty hot streak. I think we were like on a seven game win streak at that point, my senior year. Um and it was like the first or second home stand that we were having. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, 
So I stepped up to play my first at bat and I just hit a dinger to left field over left field, just smoked it out of the ballpark. I was like, wow. all right, this weekend's going to be pretty good. Next at bat, I come up, I smoked a double. I was like, all right, cool. Like I'm feeling myself. Um, and then Western Oregon decided to basically intentionally walk me, I think 11 times that weekend. They're like, we've had enough of this. <laughs> yeah. They were like, we're, we're done. <laughs> we're done. And I was like, okay, you know, that's fine. They have to pitch to me eventually, I hope. And it really came full circle at the very end. Um, it was our last game of the series. We took three from them. They were actually winning in the bottom of the seventh. So bases were loaded. I was up to bat. So it was either they walk me for a tie, which maybe they probably should have done. I'm not sure. Or pitch to me. And they decided to switch pitchers. And the girl that they put in, I really, really love to hit off of because I played against her at my junior college and I was like perfect put her in <laughs> I was like maybe they'll pitch to me I don't know so I stepped in the box and the catcher was squatting and I was like oh okay they're doing it <laughs> so I stepped up to the plate I think I uh looked at one just to make sure that they were actually pitching to me and then she missed her spot, threw it right down the middle, and I actually hit a grand slam walk-off home run. That wow. So game over for them, and I'm sure that coach still kind of regrets it to the day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. For <laughs> sure. So I have two questions that I asked um, Janiel Olson yesterday that I want to ask you, too. All right. So the first one is you're an assistant coach now for the softball team. Yeah what is it like to have kind of that full circle moment where you're a coach now and what have you brought from your playing days to your coaching? Yeah, it's honestly pretty crazy. Um, the whole full circle thing. I just never imagined myself really kind of getting back into coaching because of my career choice that I made to be an x-ray tech. So I work at the hospital and that's kind of a demanding job, if you will. Yes, very. <laughs> so it's, uh, I, just, I honestly can't even really put into words what it means to me. I mean, it's just kind of one of those things where my wife, Monique, was just kind of uh, in Boomer's ear, like, are you going to ask Meg to coach with you this year? Every time we've seen her, it's <laughs> kind of funny. I'm, and I didn't even know that she was asking that question to her. <laughs> um so they just needed some extra help this year in the outfield and with their hitters and I could only give them a couple days a week but when I do I try to make the most of it um but I think what I bring into my coaching from playing is I'm pretty calm as a coach um not a lot this might sound bad not a lot like excites me um That could be good too. Cause if you get excited or overly like agitated, they know you mean business. Yes. I would say 
they could, they definitely know I mean business when I become a little bit more serious. Um, I've never been much of a serious type of person, but obviously with coaching, you have to put in the mindset of you're molding these young athletes, you know, right. (laughs) You have to, uh, not as just softball athletes, but also like future women, you know, I mean, we are definitely looked over in some aspects, but I think with student athletes, um, having a background, like playing for a college team, they're going to be very successful in their life. Right. Um, I also coach from more of like a positive side. Um, I want the girls to know that I'm always there for them. They, they could ask questions. They need to feel comfortable in that aspect to come up to you and ask the questions that need to be asked. And, um, I'm really big on the mental game as well. So especially with hitting, because you could overthink a lot of things. Um, So it's kind of just working through that with some of the girls like, okay, well, the league knows who you are now. You're not going to get an inside pitch like you want. So what's the next pitch we're going to hit? Right. Um, So just more of that mental aspect of the game and that's where you're going to be successful if you're able to be mentally capable of pulling it out for sure and then the moment you found out you were going to be an msub hall of famer run me through that and what your emotions were and everything well i was taken by a complete surprise um we actually met I think it was a Saturday morning. We were uh, doing some classroom stuff with the girls. And um, I see Becca Gasner walk in, um, Andrew and Mike Bazemore. And I'm like, what are they doing here? And then my <laughs> wife Monique walks in and I was like, this is weird. So then Becca got up in front of the the girls and the team and you know, said her little spiel and was basically like, you know, here's your future Hall of Famer. And I was just like jaw to the floor, like, (laughs) oh my gosh, you know, because I played with Kelly Parsons and she was the Hall of Famer, the last softball Hall of Famer to be inducted. And I mean, it's just, I don't know if it's really sank in yet. Maybe it'll sink in more tomorrow when I see my family and my friends and my old teammates that are coming to celebrate. And um, it's just, a, it's the ultimate honor. I mean, I can't, I can't even really, it's very hard to put words together to even thank everyone who stood by me, who supported me to be here. Um, so it's just, I was in shock. I mean, cried a little, I laughed a little, so, you know, it's just one of those things where you're not expecting it. And then it happens to you and you're like, oh, wow, this is really happening. That's awesome. (laughs) That's awesome for sure. Um, you know, I know you're in the coaching realm now, but, um, what are some things that you would suggest to kids that are coming up towards college age 
that want to get into the softball realm and want to go on to the next level in softball, what would you suggest to them? I would suggest to them um, to just get their name out there. Um, I know a lot of schools now are doing uh, prospect camps. So, I mean, we, I think MSUB does about four a year. Um, And that's where we see our talent, you know, so it's just kind of getting your name out there, making the more you're seeing, the more opportunities you're going to have. Right. Um, we get hundreds of emails a day from kids. So just to kind of just put your name out there, you know, you can't just sit, sit back and say, Oh, they'll find me. Cause there's thousands of players out there and right. If you don't make yourself known, we're not going to really find you. For sure. For sure. Well, Hey, I want to thank you so much for your time this morning. Um, and I don't know if you'll be at the games tonight or Saturday, but I hope to see you there. Um, I will be on Saturday. So for women's and men's, so I will see you there and can't wait to meet you in person, Mitch. Yes, you too. Thank you so much, Meg. And congratulations on becoming a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Hey guys, Mitch here with Wide Left Sports, and do I have a company I would love to highlight for you. It's called Big Sky Customs. They make lifelike figurines of your playing days, which I think is awesome because every single person, once they're done with their playing days, they miss it. And um, how cool would it be to have a lifelike figurine to commemorate that? And I mean, Rob goes down to the very minute details about it. It's awesome. And the best part is it's out of Montana. Um So, yeah, if you want to get one ordered, just go to his Facebook page, Big Sky Customs, and start a conversation with him about it. And hopefully you enjoy your lifelike figurine from Big Sky Customs.